0: Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. Today's guest is Rico Cavalia, who is chronological age 76, but says age 35 fits him a little better. Rico, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: (laughs) You know, I'm excited to have a conversation and I'll share a little bit with listeners about your history and and what you do, but uh, you have a very unique take on health and wellness and what our options are other than just getting older, getting unhealthy and not feeling so great. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know Rico yet, he's America's healthy aging trainer and creator of the Ageless Living Lifestyle, the Vitality for Life Training System, and the Be Bold, Never Be Old Wellness Club. (laughs) He's a speaker, author of 17 books, personal trainer for 36 years, and your history is, is not just you accidentally got into health and wellness or personal training, you actually have won multiple gold and silver medals in uh, the California State Senior Olympics, so you're really living a very active lifestyle. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, you could <can> say that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I'm curious. How did you get into health and fitness? What guided you to that path?
1: Well, actually, I, I did just kind of fall into it. I I okay. moved. To, I, moved <laughs> I moved to San Diego in 1980, and I just happened to meet this guy who was one of the very first personal trainers, and he needed some help. And I thought I was looking for something new to do. And so I said, oh, that sounds interesting. And, uh, you know, I've always been in, involved in athletics and sports. And, right. And so uh, we actually opened up, I think, it was the first modern personal training studio in San Diego in 1981 called Fitness. Wow. wow. Yeah. And what really got me motivated was in that same year, 1981, my father died of lung cancer at, at the age of 70. And wow. just real quickly, my father was one of the healthiest persons I've ever I've ever known. He was never sick, but he's one mm-hmm. of those guys who never went to the doctor, never got checked up. You know, mm-hmm. he was never sick, but he smoked cigarettes since he was 11 years old. You know, he grew up in during the depression. He was a, mm-hmm. a poor street kid, mm-hmm. and finally just caught up with him, and died. So, just as I was getting into the health wow. and fitness world, my father died. So I really kind of just made a commitment dedicated that I didn't want that to happen to me and I wanted Mm. to learn all I could about how to stay healthy so and I help other people so it didn't happen to them. So that's really how I got really got passionate about what I do and and that's how I got my start.
0: Clearly after seventeen books, it must be something that you very much enjoy.
1: It is. Well, I guess for me, it's one thing it just sort of came easy, you know, being able to create, get a lot of ideas and a lot of different subjects. And there's so many different avenues of wellness and health, you know, from nutrition and mindset and exercise and sleep. And so there's so many things that we really learn about and know about. So it actually came quite easy to, I, I'm, I can really create things quite easily, yeah.
0: That's fantastic. So, tell me, what inspired you to compete in the Senior Olympics?
1: Well, that's an interesting story too. Of it, that's kind of a good overcome story too. I actually uh, tore at my knee playing football uh, when I was young. and so, oh. I was a sprinter, and mm-hmm. so I really couldn't run that much anymore. So, all that time from first year in college to where I moved to San Diego. You know, I pretty much I didn't do any more running. I thought I could never do it because my knee just never really healed that well. Uh-huh. But then in late, late I think it was the late 80s or early 90s. I met some guys. You know, here in San Diego, it's kind of a mecca for athletes. <clears throat> I met some master, some of the, some some master uh, track athletes who compete. You know, nationally in the, in the national championships, and some of the guys that hold records. And they said, "Well, come train with us." I said, "Well, I don't know if I can get my knee, but." Mm-hmm. Although, you know, being a trainer all this year, I did, you know, I started to work out, so I got my knee a lot stronger and my muscles a lot stronger. And so I actually could run again fairly well. And so I became a sprinter there for a while again, so I got involved. <laughs> in this Olympics. So that was a, a good success story for myself.
0: Yeah, well, that that had to be an amazing feeling, um, placing first and second in something like that. What was that like, actually competing and and coming across that finish line? Like, what yeah. went through your head?
1: Well, it, it 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 was quite exciting, because you know, all the, because you know, I grew up just being you know, sports and athletics was my thing, you know, and I was mm-hmm. so into it, you know, and that was my main thing, and it it is such exciting, you know, and then. When I kind of lost all that, and I really couldn't compete anymore. I, I really didn't even get to play much basketball or anything mm-hmm. else all those years because my knee just couldn't t- handle it. But then when I was actually able to rehab my knee and get it stronger and then mm-hmm. actually be able to go out and compete again and actually you know, do well and win some medals, yeah. it, was, it was quite exhilarating. I, it, I have to say I felt a little bit of... Uh, proud of myself
0: (laughs) yeah i'd imagine that's amazing a a lot of times when we have injuries like that we kind of figure you know that that's all done there's no way to really rehabilitate or recover from it so that's that's a great story to be able to share with clients that you know hey whatever's up let's help your body heal
1: exactly Mm -hmm. never give up there's always ways to heal yourself and to get better (laughs) and uh that, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, one thing I, I wanted to say, too, when we mm-hmm. first started was I really love the name of your show, you know, <laughs> Give a Damn, because right. that's really what we're all about. You know, that's what yeah. I'm all about, is trying to get people to realize that, that you know, yeah. I think we're all here with a purpose. You know, we, mm-hmm. we have a purpose, and we need to find our purpose and use our unique talents to make a difference in the world. So more people need to, to give a damn about what they're doing in their life. Yeah. And, and realize that they're so much more powerful than they realize, and they can make a big, big, a big difference in in how we live here yeah. on this planet.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree, and I think one of the one of the reasons I thought a, a chat would be really interesting for my audience is. So often entrepreneurs especially get so busy with business and so busy yeah. with work focus that they forget to take care of themselves. That's and awesome. they forget so much the health part of things. And I remember a coach one time I have a business coach one time telling me, you know, if you don't take care of yourself. You can't help anybody else, and so I think it's so important for people to realize not only that you can take care of yourself, but that you really have options beyond maybe what Western medicine tells you are, you know, just exercise your 30 minutes a couple times a week and eat a food pyramid kind of thing. There's a lot more to really taking care of your body. There's absolutely you're absolutely right. Yeah. You know the thing is
1: too. Here's the thing: even if you're not so concerned about your health, mm-hmm. but everybody who, everybody wants to be highly successful, right? And whatever yeah. you're doing, and it takes a lot of energy and good yeah. health to be highly successful. It so does. if you truly if you're truly committed to being successful and, and make as big a difference in the world as you can, mm-hmm. you need to take care of your physical self and your mind yeah. as well. So yeah. it's so important to make that a priority to be as Healthy and as fit and as energetic as you possibly can, you know, so you can be as successful and uh, and stay around long enough to make a bigger difference.
0: Absolutely so I know your your programs and your teaching you go through mind body spiritual you've got like the whole whole person type wellness approach um, where do you start when somebody comes to you and kind of is you know okay I, I want to make a change I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself and, and optimizing my performance as, as a human being where do you begin well-
1: well, yeah. Well, that's, if someone says that, that's, that's a good start. Okay. <laughs> I wish more people would say that. <laughs> well, you know, when I first learned that science was telling us that our genetic potential is actually to stay healthy to 125, our lifespan sh- could easily be 125. Oh, wow. And, and yet our life expectancy is only about 80, right? Yeah. So when I found this out, like in the late 90s, then I began to research, you know, why are most people getting mm-hmm. old, sick and dying, way too young at about 80, right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, what we realized, you know, we found out it, it's primarily uh, uh, our unhealthy lifestyles. You know, science also knows now yeah. that, that our genes play a very small role, really, in how, mm-hmm. healthy, we, how healthy we're going to be and yeah. how long we're going to live.
0: Huh. Uh,
1: and then the new study of epigenetics has, has, has discovered that our genes are actually Uh, affected and altered by our external and internal environment. So what's going on, you know, for stress and what we're eating, Mm -hmm. how we're taking care of ourselves, these actually shut down and and also activate genes and alter genes. So we know that our lifestyle is really the the big factor in how healthy and how long we're going to live. So that's Mm -hmm. why I created what I call the Ageless Living Lifestyle, which is a complete mind, body, and spiritual wellness system Mm -hmm. And what I learned, you know, with working with all these people for all these years, it, it all starts in our mental-emotional state.
0: Yeah.
1: And also from the science aspect as well, we know that what actually manifests in our physical body mm-hmm. begins in our mental-emotional state, especially, you know, with things like cancer and those, those kind of things, huh. you know, so… So the the first thing I, I try to get people to do to understand that 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 it's all about a, a mind shift. You know, you have to sh- have a, a mental mind shift and be mindful mm. of what you're thinking and what you're saying yeah. and what you're doing because those those are all energy as well. You know, as you know, our beliefs and our thoughts and our words and our feelings are also energy. So those are really cr- creating what's happening and what results you get in your life. So it's 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 the first I, I try to give people. You have to understand and believe. That you mm-hmm. can't get to stay healthy and energetic in yeah. your life, and then you got a good chance of doing mm-hmm. it. But if you don't, if you don't buy into that, there's no way that you're ever going to stick with a healthy eating or mm-hmm. an exercise program. So that's yeah. where we began, you know, getting clarity on what's mm-hmm. really important. And here's the other thing that I think is real important. In order to really achieve a goal, uh, and, speci- and specifically, you know, with with health and wellness, mm-hmm. and things, is that it has to be tied to to what's really important in your life, to a core value. You know, like yeah. losing weight is absolutely the worst. Well, as we all know, it's the worst New Year's resolution. And, yeah. and that's not a goal. <laughs> that could be anybody's goal, right. losing right. weight. Because nobody really wants to even think about losing weight. It's like a, Wrong. It's like a mind. It's yeah. not, we don't want to even do that. But So you have to realize you know, why you really want to accomplish something and what's really mm-hmm. important in your life. So yeah. when you drill down and really know what's really important in your life and what you really want to achieve, then – Th- then you'll realize then some things like maybe losing weight or well, I don't even call it losing weight. You know, it's, it's acquiring a healthy percentage of body fat, right? I like that. <laughs> and yeah, cause lo- losing weight doesn't work, right? Obviously, if it did, we'd be a we'd be a, a, a skinny country, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're the fattest country.
0: <sighs> yeah. So, y- Yeah. You know, that's, that's so true because so often we set goals that are not tied to what we really value. And when we don't set goals the right way, then we fail at them. And then we end up in that up and down yo-yo cycle. And then we just get discouraged. I mean, I've, I've been there. I had weight issues for years and it wasn't until a doctor in the ER basically told me, Hey, you need to do something about this. You're not going to be around to see your kids turn 18. Then it was suddenly tied to a, a value thing for me. And I went, okay, that's motivation to change it.
1: You know, exactly what you said. That's what I found. I, I have this little thing called the seven whys. You know, when somebody says if they want to lose weight, I say, well, why? And they'll say, mm. first they'll say something like, oh, so I'll fit in my clothes better. You know, mm. well, so why do you want to do that? And, and, mm. and it usually comes, when you, when you drill down, it usually has something to do with your children or your family. You want to yeah. be a good example for your kids. and And, yeah. and really what it should come down to is, you want to stay around and be healthy so you can enjoy you know your yeah. your family and your children and your grandchildren and those sort of, sort of things so that's where we began mm-hmm. getting really clear on what's mm-hmm. really important and, and, and getting the mindset stuff going and, mm-hmm. and, and and finding out what limiting beliefs you're having about your your health and your wellness mm-hmm. and your body you know also what i've discovered recently is the i think the biggest reason why most people don't really take care of themselves Better and and actually are not more successful in every aspect of our life. It's because they're withholding love from themselves and from Mm -hmm. their life, and most all the, I I would say most of the spiritual and success gurus that I have studied, Mm -hmm. that's what they say. Whenever we, the main reason that we struggle with anything in our life is is when we're withholding love from ourselves, love from other people. So we need to understand that our body is a gift. And we need to really appreciate that gift and, and love it and love our life because it's such a gift. And then when we do that, mm. you know, the more you love yourself, the better your life gets. I, I'm almost, I'm sure that's, that's right. So that's something I, yeah. I try and like to I kind of like a little mantra, you know. The more I you, love that. The more you love yourself, the better your life will become.
0: You know, that is such a key thing that so many people don't start with that mindset piece of it. What are my limiting beliefs? What am I really internalizing? Is it that I don't feel I'm worthy of this? Is it that I don't feel like I deserve this? And then we don't take care of ourselves. And, you know, I think it's, that really is part of the reason we have such an epidemic of people who are not healthy in this country. And you're right, it is more than just the number on the scale.
1: Absolutely, and you know what I found too. I, I think the the biggest one of the biggest challenges we have with humanity worldwide is really lack of expectations of what's really possible in mm-hmm. their life. You know, so that's what yeah. we—that's the message that we need to get out to people that we are so much mm-hmm. more powerful, and so much. Uh, you know, we have so much potential, unlimited potential to yeah. do so many things, and that we're. It's my belief that we're all spiritual beings here with a physical body. You know, for. Uh, you know, and we have a purpose, and we have something to accomplish yeah. here and so when you when you get that really internalized, then I think that will motivate people to really yeah. appreciate and love your body, love your life, and just get out there and be your best self and see what you can do.
0: Yeah, you know that's that's uh, such a good way to look at it because if the body isn't healthy, then we can't do the things that we feel like we're here to do. And Absolutely there's so right. many people that miss out if you're not healthy enough to get out there and share your gift and your message.
1: That's exactly right. In fact, that's what I always like to tell, especially people who are just maybe my fitness clients. but well, I would say, mm-hmm. you know. I just want you to be as fit and as energetic as you need to be to live the lifestyle that you want to live, yeah. right? You don't have to be a triathlete or you don't have to run <laughs> you know, marathons and do all this kind of stuff. You don't have yeah. to do that, but I hate to see anybody not be able to do something that they want to do because yeah. they're not fit or healthy enough.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that's one of the things that a lot of times is what actually motivates us to to decide, okay, it's time to change something because we realize we can't keep up with our kids or we can't take the dog for a walk or we can't stay awake long enough to handle things because our body is so tired, you know, and that's that's when it really hits you, oh, I need to take care of myself.
1: You know that just reminded me of another thing here. I, mm-hmm. I, I like I, I'm kind of into a lot of different little sayings and little mantras, you know. And mm-hmm. so one of them, I think is uh, the, one of the reasons too I came up with that why people mm-hmm. aren't you know aren't not only more successful with, with their health but with anything in their life is that they're mm-hmm. they're too tired and they're too distracted. You know, yeah. we, have, we have so much distractions in, you know uh, uh, these days, mm-hmm. and then people are just just rushing and we've gotten into this stressful rushing. Uh, lifestyle that people are just worn out mentally and physically, mm-hmm. and so people just gotta gotta take a step back and really look at your, the bigger picture of what's going on in your life, and yeah. so that's why that's another big part of what I try to to help people with.
0: You know that that's interesting because it's. Sometimes we don't realize or we're not aware enough of the connection between how clear we're thinking, how well we're able to focus or concentrate with the way that we're treating our bodies from what we're eating to how we're moving and all of that. Uh, Is that something that you find most people are able, because I guess, I mean, frame this question when i started making healthier decisions and when i stick to those healthy decisions with what i eat with getting to the gym i find i'm able to focus a lot better i'm able to stay on tack. my concentration is better is that something you find with a lot of clients that once they start making changes they pretty quickly see an increase in that oh,
1: absolutely I'm, <laughs> see, that's another that's another thing i like to tell people look here's the thing with everything that 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 I have to teach and offer mm-hmm. and all the things really that are involved mostly with health or wellness or fitness, they, they, you just have to do it. Yeah. You can't fail. You know what always gets me, Michelle, is that people will pay thousands and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to, to to all these uh, different trainings. I'm not saying they're mm-hmm. not good, worth it or good, you know, to how they can make more money, mm-hmm. but you never know if it's going to actually work for you and all this. But what what I have to teach is mm-hmm. – you just you just have to do it. If you actually do it, you're going to get results. There's no way you can, you know. Just like in the perfect example, it's just like most well, saying Fitness. If you do some cardiovascular aerobic training, you're going to improve your cardiovascular system. There's no way you right. can. If you stretch your your muscles, they're going to get more flexible, right? And if you do some resistance training, that's true. Get, you can't fail. So
0: it's just yes. like, why aren't you doing this? <laughs> you know, yes. you, you can't fail. You know that is a great point. There are certain things that. It just works if you right. do
1: the work. That's right, and just uh, like you said, when you eat more, yeah. more whole, healthy foods, and you get enough rest, and you move your body, and you drink, you stay hydrated, mm-hmm. you feel so much better, and you'll look a lot better as well. And you'll ha- you'll stay focused. Your brain functions better, and you you you're more productive. Absolutely, yeah. never
0: fails. So there's a good question that I'm sure I'm not the only one who <laughs> is is wondering. What is actually your recommendation as far as as some of those things you just mentioned? Like how much sleep does the average adult actually need per night? How much water should we be drinking? Because you go to Google and you see like 15 different answers on all of these things. So I'm always curious what, what people recommend.
1: I'm really glad you asked that because sleep is so important, you know, yeah. sleep, there has been uh, scientific studies now that where they've given, uh, they've given people a cognitive test mm-hmm. after a certain amount of sleep, and they found out that anything less than seven hours, your cognitive abilities go down, mm-hmm. you can't function nearly as well as you thought you could, so all these people who say, oh, I can get by in four hours of sleep, they're just fooling themselves, so yeah. Well, so it's now scientifically proven that we know that uh-huh. we need to get a, a minimum of s- seven hours mm-hmm. sleep, and I could go on a long time on this subject too. But there's, there's also a thing that, you know, we have this this, this uh, epidemic of dementia and Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and all this, yeah. and now we've learned that uh, that. One of the reasons that that happens is a plaque actually builds up on our, 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 our neurons in our brain. Huh. And the way that the body gets rid of that is when we sleep. And so if you're not getting enough sleep, you're, oh, really wow. not, not only you're aging yourself, but you're creating, you're, your, your body's not able to, to detoxify itself mm-hmm. in the brain if you don't get enough sleep. Huh. And, and that could be one of the big reasons why people are getting dementia and Alzheimer's. Well, so sleep that, is critically yeah, important.
0: That would make sense because we've seen, especially in, you know, just this recent history, is so many people diagnosed with that that have really grown up in the last the last couple decades, especially this you gotta be busy all the time. You gotta you gotta be going and pushing and work harder and you know And stay up late at night. Stay yes. up late at
1: night and all these lights on and mm-hmm. and sleep. I mean, that's one of the big problems we have. People aren't sleeping. It's a huge yeah. problem in America, and that's, all these things are tied together. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, another interesting thing about sleep is, is that, uh, think about this. That's really where our body rejuvenates and, and reenergizes itself. Because I mean, you know, people have fasted and, you know, for weeks and mm-hmm. even months sometimes you know, with very little to eat and still can function and have energy. But how long can you go without sleep? Maybe a couple of days, and then your body just shuts down. Yeah, and then it just doesn't give you a choice. <laughs> you right. will so, sleep. <laughs> so that, that shows us that if, if, in order to to rejuvenate the body and the body to be energetic, you've got to get your sleep. So it's critically yeah. important.
0: Yeah, that. you know, uh, that's something that, 10 or 15 years ago, I was that person who at least one night a week I would stay up all night working. And, you know, I would get four or five hours of sleep and just keep pushing through. And especially as I've gotten a little bit older, I've discovered that is just not, it's not good for your body. You can't sustain it. Um, What do you think about alternative sleep schedules that, that people do, like beyond just a nap in the afternoon, splitting sleep up? Have you found that to be something that's a good idea, bad idea?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. I, I think a nap can be okay. Mm-hmm. But again, there's been studies that people you know, who, are on, uh, who have to work at nights and you know, work on all mm-hmm. these different schedules, it's, it's really a tough thing because mm-hmm. you know, we're part of nature, right? And, and yeah. we've all heard of circadian rhythms and mm-hmm. all these things that go along. So, I mean, we're part of nature, and that's how nature works. You know, When the sun mm-hmm. comes up. Our body wakes up and we're alive and awake. And when, this, when it gets dark and the sun goes down, it's time to shift from catabolic metabolism to anabolic mm-hmm. where the body re- repairs and adjusts itself. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, as, as you mentioned, just in this, in this last maybe, you know, 50, 100 years where we've gotten so much more, uh, you know, ways of staying awake and so much more stimulants and more light. Yeah that that causes a lot of problems. So yeah. I'm not saying you should go to bed as soon as it gets dark, but that's when you should begin to shut down. And, and I'm saying you should never general, go out. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like to go out sometimes and, you know, a concert or something, but not on a regular basis. So ideally, the ideal time is, is, to, is to go to bed maybe like mm-hmm. around 10 o'clock and get up at mm-hmm. 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock. And so that's what I, I try and do. I usually get to bed by 10, 10.30 and get up at 5, mm-hmm. 5.30. I think that that's ideal. And... Uh, if you can get your you can train your body to do that uh, it'll you'll 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 see some really uh, improvements in, in your mm-hmm. function and overall health
0: yeah getting getting the amount of sleep your body needs is uh, definitely helpful in being able to function well during the day that's right. that's something that yeah. There's so many people that are in that school of work harder, sleep less, just stay up and push through, and you watch people destroy their health with it, and they really end up with so many side effects that sometimes they don't even realize are linked to lack of sleep. That's true. Yeah. That's really interesting about the, the Alzheimer's and, and dementia. I hadn't seen yeah. that study. You know, I saw one just the other day that the Army apparently has an algorithm for how much caffeine you need to stay awake longer periods of time. I read <laughs> that, and it scared me. I was uh, like, no. this is what we're studying. Shouldn't we be studying you know, how to yeah. function well and get sleep? <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, just on that same note that you just mentioned, <laughs> another one of our sayings that we have is so many people – uh lose their health, you know building their wealth, and then they have to lose their they have to spend their wealth to try and get their health back you know yeah it doesn't make any sense at all it
0: man. it doesn't make any sense there's so many preventable diseases and preventable illnesses if we take a little time to take care of ourselves. it saves so much money in the long run
1: yes, yeah, yeah. prevention is. Definitely uh, where it's at.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So what are two or three things that you recommend that your clients and others make sure happen every day? In addition to make sure you get at least seven hours of sleep, what would two or three other things be that, that people can make sure they're on track with?
1: Okay. Well, definitely, we didn't get to mention that, but you do definitely want to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no really no set number of how much ounces you should drink. It's it's different. Everybody's different, you know. But but one thing I can tell you, if you if you feel like you're thirsty, then you already have become a little bit dehydrated. So try not to allow yourself to get really thirsty. So just keep some water with you and drink. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think you have to worry about, oh, did I drink eight you know, big glasses? You know, but just, but just okay. stay hydrated. Keep water with you and drink some. You know, so stay hydrated. So, <clears throat> so what I recommend, first of all, is to establish a routine in the morning. Mm-hmm. to Get up and you know, s- you know, set your intention for the day. Maybe do a little meditation, and uh, and just you know, you know when you when you set an intention of being healthy and energetic and 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 successful and alive during this day, that's going to be a huge different thing. So because again, see, stress is is the biggest, I think the biggest challenge we have today. Mm -hmm. Most people are so stressed out. So if you start your day by just rushing around and just being you know, being active, you know, being reactive to things instead of mm-hmm. taking the time to slow down, get yourself centered and balanced and, and having your mind what's going to happen and how you're going to be and, how, and that you know, commit to being staying peaceful and yeah. focused. It makes us cut out. Don't let, allow yourself to be stressed. That's a big thing. So that, that's, that's a big thing. And mm-hmm. then just realize that, you know, okay, I, I have to tell you, I, I have the, the new diet, the diet to end all diets. Okay. You want to hear what it
0: is? Absolutely.
1: It's called the seven-word diet. Okay. And the, and those seven words are eat a variety of whole organic foods. Does that make sense or what? That's what you really need well, to
0: do. That is a very easy to follow one, and, and that makes yeah. sense.
1: Yes. So just... Now, I'm not an extremist. I I don't believe in any kind of extreme diet or say you can't Mm -hmm. eat this or never eat this because that creates a little stress in your body. But if you eat the majority of eating a variety of whole, organic, whole foods, Mm -hmm. what I call real foods, you know, foods that are grown Mm -hmm. in nature, you know, organic fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and some healthy Mm -hmm. grains and some some healthy animal products, again, we're all different. We all have different metabolic. We're all biochemically unique, so there's no one you know, specific diet that's going to uh, be right for any one person. And all these diets, they have some value, but, you know, like the, key, the keto diet is so big these days. Yeah. Maybe for a short time that could be well, but all these diets, they're all lacking in something and they're t- too difficult yeah. to for the rest of your life. So I try and teach people, look, you need to learn how to eat on a healthy way, For the rest of your life, so don't you don't need to go anything extreme. Just Mm -hmm. progress into where you can eat a variety of whole organic foods, and then, of Uh. course, we're all unique. You know, you know, like you know, Mm -hmm. we think nuts nuts is a healthy food, but for some people, you can eat nut, you can die, right? Yeah. What you you really need to do, you need to, in addition to eating that basic diet we just talked about, Mm -hmm. you need to get yourself checked out and see what what more things or what things might cause an allergy. So I recommend you. You know, you know, get with a naturopathic doctor or or a holistic uh, yeah. integrated medicine doctor and, and, and find out, you know, what the foods really are best for you. Let me give your audience a really good tip to how, mm-hmm. how you can test yourself for what foods may be or not be good for you. That would be awesome. It's called the pulse test. It's real simple. Before you eat a food, maybe you suspect that uh, you're not digesting oranges very well, Okay. So before you eat an orange, you take your pulse and say it's, say it's 70, okay? Okay. Then you eat the orange and wait a few minutes and you recheck your pulse. And if your, huh. pulse, go- if your pulse goes up about 10 beats, that means your body is struggling with that food. That oh, works wow. Really well. That works really well. So anything they think that if you want to know if something might not be so good for me, you know, there's muscle testing
0: and all this kind mm-hmm. of thing.
1: But this is one you can do, which is pretty accurate. You can do it at home.
0: That is, that's fantastic. I've never heard of that before, but that makes sense. I have I to try that. You know, I, it, yeah. I went and was allergy tested years ago um, because I have celiac. And when mm-hmm. I realized, oh, well, okay, gluten is, <laughs> is off the list. And a naturopathic doctor actually helped me look at all the different things my body was reacting to. And it was crazy because, you know, the, the core problem was creating inflammation that then I was reacting to all sorts of other things as well, and as I worked on kind of overall wellness, a lot of things I was able to bring back into my diet in moderation, Um, but I like that perspective on eating that it is really hard to stick with some of these diets for more than a few weeks or a few months, and they are all missing different things that you, you hear people say, well, if you're on a vegan diet, make sure you take these vitamins and compensate this right. way, and if you're on this diet, make sure you occasionally do this. and It's so much to try to keep up with, and I've tried the like tracking every calorie and the macros, oh, yeah. and it's overwhelming.
1: And it's still stressful. Yeah. It, it stresses you out. You don't yeah. need to do that. Here's another thing, too, what, yeah. what I really believe in as well, you know. Uh, I always try to know you know be grateful for it before I eat but yeah. b- but bless that food and have the intention don't forget our consciousness you know what I've learned too that consciousness mm-hmm. is actually controls physics it's above physics and and chemistry follows our consciousness mm-hmm. so if we consciously put the energy out and intention that this food that I'm about to eat is going to be nutritious and good for me, mm-hmm. I think that, that has something to really say mm-hmm. about that, and especially if you eat, you know, don't eat something if you, and, and be guilty about it, so see, <laughs> you're eating really healthy, but then you say, okay, I'm going to have some ice cream, okay, okay if you're going to have ice cream, don't, don't eat it like, oh, gee, yeah. I shouldn't eat this, but I'll just eat anything, you know, get that out of your mind, have the mindset that this ice cream is going to be nutritious, good for you, and you're going to enjoy it, it's going to be okay to eat. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes we don't realize how how linked emotions are to our digestive system. And so when we go into something with negative emotions or we eat when we're upset, it's not as good for our body, and we forget sometimes how important that is is having that intention and being mindful of our emotions you know that goes back to something you said a minute ago about setting your intentions in the morning for the day that I am going to be healthy today I am going to make you know good for my body choices Um, it's it's something that we underestimate, I think, how linked that is to our wellness, and it goes back to what you said about epigenetics a little bit ago, too, that there are some things that we've maybe been taught, at least my generation, certain things are coded into your DNA, your genetically predispositioned to XYZ, when there is research that shows much of that is controlled by your emotions, by your energy, by your choices, your lifestyle, and it's not predetermined in the way that we might want to resign ourselves to and abdicate that responsibility. We actually have a lot of control over that. Uh, I went to Radfest a couple of years ago, right. the, event, the anti-aging event that's out there and I saw they were showing you know the scientific studies on how you can change your DNA in certain ways and I was blown away because that's not something you hear a lot about.
1: Yes, that's actually right. In fact, yeah. we're learning that That we – in fact, I'm working on it myself. I'm trying to learn to do it myself to reprogram. We're, we're, some people are doing it, and we're going to learn how to reprogram our DNA mm-hmm. to, to, to when our cells, reproducing, and create new so – see, what happens now, most of the time, we just get the same cells that we had before. That's mm-hmm. why we don't progress, but right. we can reprogram our DNA to produce the healthiest Longer living cells that we had maybe when we were younger and more mm-hmm. healthy. So we're going to learn how to do that again because, again, like I say, it's consciousness is yeah. it controls everything. And what we get more control over that and understand how to do that, we can we can change our DNA. And in the future, you know, we're going to learn how to. We will actually know what's going on in our physical body. You know, somebody, mm-hmm. you know and we'll know how to activate our own body's healing mechanism to heal that. It's yeah. going to be amazing. It's coming. It's just a matter of how soon we keep on learning and raise yeah. our consciousness and believe in that sort of thing and, and, and do it. And, yeah, yeah, it's fascinating stuff. It's really exciting.
0: It is, and that's the first step to any of it being possible is believing that it's possible to, right. to change things for ourselves. And I think there is so much potential in that area. And I know I'm meeting a lot of people that are 60s, 70s, even 80s that I would never guess we're actually that age from watching them move, from seeing them in person. It's, right. you, know, you would think they were at least 20 years younger than they were. And that's a good sign to me for all of humanity when we start to kind of see, okay, if you can do that and help your body age differently, then it's possible right. for the rest of us to you know, maybe at some point hit that 125 years that scientists say right. is, is our actual potential.
1: Well, absolutely. I would say to you, you know, your age. I don't know your age, but I know you're pretty young. So, <laughs> and you, you, you already understand all this stuff. So, the the better you take care of your health, and the more mm-hmm. you make it a priority, and especially mentally, and you're already yeah. doing this you definitely should live you know to 125 absolutely
0: well I guess I guess we'll see uh, where my generation ends <laughs> up but yeah. it it's something that there is so much research being done right now it's it's really fascinating to me um, and I know that it's it's something that, again that you really have to believe it's possible for you and you have to make that decision of I want things to be different. I want things to change. So for those of you who may be listening and thinking, well, this is, this is a fascinating conversation. What do I do with it? I want you to go to Rico's website, which is bebold.com. NeverBeOld.com, which I love that domain. Uh, And as you're looking through what's there, we're going to talk about it here in a minute. Make sure you get a copy of his report that's called The 10 Fatal Mistakes That Lead to a Diseased Body and an Early Grave. It'll give you some really practical things you can do to help yourself live longer so that not only can you be there for your family, be there to spend time with your friends, people you care about, but actually have more time and energy to fulfill your mission here on Earth and do what you're here for. For, um, because the rest of us need you to be healthy to stick around and to continue sharing your gifts your talents your knowledge with us so again make sure you go to Be Bold Never Be dot com get that free report and Rico do you want to share with us a little bit about your wellness club
1: yeah absolutely so you know, in the past, <clears throat> I pretty much have just been teaching my Ageless Living Lifestyle mm-hmm. to, you know, private trained g- g- clients and then, mm-hmm. you know, some smaller workshops that I've done here locally in San Diego. So I finally got the idea that I- I'd like to make it, you know, available to everybody yeah. who really wants it. And so I created what I call, it's, I call it the Be bowl Never Be Old on- Online Wellness Club. <laughs> and so the members, when you're a member of my club, each week, you're going to have me as your personal trainer, mm-hmm. and I do want to say, when I'm your personal trainer, I guarantee you're going to be successful. <laughs> or else I'm <laughs> coming to your house, I'm going to knock on your door, you know, but no, no, I really will. And so we have a big special right now is mm-hmm. that you can sign up for just $1 for the first month to give it a try, and in that first month, you're going to get four personal training, in fact, four of my top personal training videos mm-hmm. about clarity about permanent weight loss about stress reduction mm-hmm. I should have got what the other one is right now but but there's you're going to get four personal training videos from me and, and we have a lot of other support material mm-hmm. reports and ebooks and that sort of thing so so go there to be bold never build you can sign up for one dollar give it a try I'd like to have you join our movement we're really trying to create a, a movement of people who who understand that they, they don't have to get old and sick and die way too young. They can stay healthier. They can enjoy their life more. They can't make a difference in the world. So I'd love to have you come and join our our, our
0: movement. Awesome. So again, everybody listening, you can go to BeBoldNeverBeOld.com to check that out. There's going to be a link somewhere near the video if you're watching, the audio if you're listening, where you can find out more about Rico's program and how he can support you if you've decided you don't want to deal with the stress, with the fatigue, with the lack of energy, with the overweight, all of those things that tend to wear our bodies down and keep us from really having high energy and living to our potential and enjoying life. Uh, check it out. Again, it's BeBoldNeverBeOld.com. Rico, thanks so much for coming on, and this was a fascinating conversation.
1: That was so much fun. It was really fun to be with you.
0: I appreciate it. So, everybody listening, if you've enjoyed this, leave a comment, rate, review the podcast, and tune in for the next episode. I'll see you then.